you're listening to the Redditch Standard Podcast because you have impeccable taste. Hi there, my name's Ross Crawford and welcome to the Redditch Standard Podcast. Joining us in the studio today is none other than Philip Jarvis. Hello there, Philip. Good morning, Ross. Philip, uh, in case uh, you don't know, is the Vice Chair of Redditch Royal British Legion and uh, he was here last year telling us all about uh, Remembrance Sunday and the special occasion of it being 100 years to the day that uh, um, the guns fell silent on the 11th of the 11th, wasn't it? uh, That's correct, yes, yes. This year, of course, Remembrance Sunday falls on the 10th. So there's going to be two ceremonies, aren't there? There's going to be one on the 10th and there's going to be one on the 11th. That's right, yes, yes. What's going to be happening on Sunday the 10th of November, Remembrance Sunday? Well, on the 10th... Um, there's going to be a parade starting um, in Grove Street by Hughes's Car Park, round about 10.25, 10.30. The parade will form up just there, and it will parade up Ulster Street along the pedestrian area. I think it's still called Ulster Street. It's still called Ulster Street. Yes, yes. A lot of people said, where's Ulster Street? I said, where the pedestrian area is. Yes, it will go up there, and it will arrive... Fingers crossed, hopefully round about 20 to 11, quarter to 11, at the War Memorial by St Stephen's Church, where there will be a a short ceremony just there up to 11 o'clock. And it's going to be quite a sight, isn't it? Because there's going to be a marching band, there's going to be um, cadets, reservists, The standards, Royal British Legion standards, that's right, the Union standard as well. Uh, Rafa will be there. Um, a number of organisations as well will be there at the same time. Yes, that's right. Uh, another poignant thing, I've asked the tower captain of the St Stephen's Church, Jenny Freeman, they will be muffling the bells. Oh, right. So it's half muffled. So there'll be a sort of a, a, a ring and then it will be replied. The bells will then re- reply to it with the muffle sound, which sounds very poignant. They did it last year. And they're going to do it this year, hopefully. But they've got to go up and muffle the bells um, on the uh, on the Friday afternoon. But you're not going to be doing that. No, I'm not doing that. No, I don't like heights going up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 well. It, that's the thing about Redditch. Uh, I always reckon that wherever you are, um, you can either see the Tower of St Stephen's or the Water Tower. That's right. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes, wherever you are. So. Um, Everyone's invited to this, and, and normally Redditch really turns out in force, doesn't it, for Remembrance Sunday? They do, they do, yes. I'm anticipating not so many as last year, but we might be well surprised, about um, 800 to 1,000 to, to 1,500 people in and around the War Memorial. And, you know, people are there because, well, they're paying due respect to our armed forces, to the sacrifices they've made over the years. Um, do you still think... Do you still think they're relevant today? Oh yes, it, it's it's when I was a teenager, uh, a lot of people were saying when there was the remembrance service in St Stephen's and the War Memorial festivities for Remembrance Sunday, a lot of people said, "Oh, this will die off now. It's it's going to die off." But it's it's got, it's gone the opposite. It's got more and more and more and more throughout the years, going up to well, I'm in my early seventies now. But, you don't look it. Oh, thank you very much. But it's getting more and more. Whether or not it's going to be supported uh, more than last year, I'm not not so sure. But we will see on Sunday. Why do you think there's been this this increase in support for Remembrance Sunday? Publicity, I think. 
also all the battlefield tours which are happening um, by these various companies, Ledger particularly, um, they're going out to all the, the war graves and the, diff- the Dumbusters, the Great Escape, everything like that. It's publicised more and more and more, and a lot more veterans are going out to see graves of their colleagues and family members of their loved ones, such, such as myself, going to my uncle's grave. Um, my late father, who took part in the Battle of the Somme, his brother, named Philip, I was named after him, he lost his life on the third Battle of Epes, and he's buried um, close to Epe itself at um, Klein Claston Cemetery, just there. And I visited two or three times over the last three or four years to his to his grave. Mm. Well, well, I was quite fortunate because both my grandfathers survived the war. You know, they both fought, but yeah. they both survived. But uh, I remember I went on holiday uh, myself and my wife. We flew to Lyon, <coughs> and uh, then we cycled from Lyon back up to. Back to Britain. You really. cycled. Cycled, yes. Well, you know, it's it's what you do, isn't it? And so we, we pedalled there, and obviously we went through the 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 battlefields of the First World War as we went further north. We went, and it was incredibly poignant. I mean, we weren't there for any special reason, but to see the, you know, the British graves so well tended and tucked away in corners of France and Belgium, and also to see the, the, the German war graves. I mean, it, it was incredibly touching. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. Yes. Because if, if, as we, you come really into France and you start to go on the, on the motorways, if you look, then you can sort of see cemeteries dotted all over the place, even about a half a dozen graves in the middle of a farmer's field, with yeah. just a, a roadway going up to it. That's where those particular soldiers fell. Yeah, but but they're so well looked after. Who looks after those? Commonwealth those? War Graves Commission. Right. Commonwealth War Graves Commission. Yes. In fact, they come to Redditch, to Plymouth Road. Really? They really? look after the graves in Plymouth Road. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And uh, Abbey Road um, uh, Cemetery, down by Bordesley Abbey. Yes. Yeah. They, they look after that. They're supposed to come every year, I think, or something like that. Right. But uh, the Royal British Legion, I think the Parachute Regiment as well in Redditch, keep a wary eye on them. And if they do need it tidying up or the stones need to be cleaned, we then get in touch with um, the, the Commonwealth Gra- War Graves Commission. And, and they send somebody out? And they, they send somebody out and do, do it, They do the yeah. job? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, I, d- I didn't know that. And now, just moving slightly off the subject, but staying on the subject, if you see what I mean, uh, I know you're a fan of The Apprentice, and I was astonished... This is, you know, the BBC series... I know what you're going to say. Wednesday. I was astonished... Last Wednesday, I think it was. It was. It when, was. When they had to find a book a, that was published pre-war, and some of the candidates didn't know the dates of the the war. I know. I was absolutely astounded. I rang my partner up actually, uh, and she rang. As soon as the phone went, she said, "I know what you're going to say. I'm not being mad." You know, the young people today—they just well, don't not know. Even young people—they were twenties, early thirties. Yeah. I well, I visited Birch and Sales School which I'm going to go in and do uh, an assembly on Friday morning. And all those youngsters there all know about the dates of the war because there's a very, very good teacher down there, Melanie Vaughan. She installs in them the dates. In fact, they're going out next year to um, the battlefields in July. But but these these young entrepreneurs, but I think they're called, I never can say that word, I was so astounded they didn't know that. Incredible. Yeah, and another thing, when the, the other series, um, Lord Sugar said, well, we will meet you at Pinewood Studios. 
everybody knows what Pinewood Stewart is. And they said it was a, a um, I, a, was it a furniture store or something like that? I didn't know that even. Mm. Yeah. The, the place where James Bond was, was filmed and shot yeah, and created. Didn't, didn't know that. No, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Right. So on Sunday, we've got, they're marching up to the, the, uh, uh, the War Memorial outside St. Stephen's. And then what's going to happen? We'll go into St. Stephen's Church for a short service. Um, oh, I've, I've missed out the wreath line. And, and the two-minute silence. The two-minute silence. I've, <laughs> I've jumped the gun. Sorry, I've jumped the gun. Yes, there will be the two-minute silence, and there will be the exhortation, which is, they shall grow not old, etc. Two-minute silence. The last post, Ravalli and the Kohima, where I will say, when you go home, tell them of us and say, for you tomorrow... We gave our today. Then there will be the wreath laying, which I'm going to try and do in about quarter of an hour, 20 minutes, to save people getting too cold. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the weather's going to be like. but I think it's going to be cold, isn't it? It's going to be cold, but according to the police, they think it's going to have a few showers up to 11 o'clock, but after that it'll be all right. Um, I'm not going to give you the laying of the wreath order, but the Deputy Lord Lieutenant, Major General Mark Armstrong, will lay the first wreath on behalf of the Queen. Mm, top brass, then. That's it. And then there will be Deputy Mayor Gareth Prosser, together with the leader of the council, Matt Dormer, and there will be Bill Harness as well going up. But everybody will be going up in groups to keep it flowing. That's what I'm going to try to do, to say, because it's going to be so cold there and people will be standing for long periods. So I'm going to be conscious of that. After that, we'll go into St Stephen's Church for about 45 minutes, an hour of service. And then afterwards, the parade will then go back down to Grove Street and the, the mayor and the civic party will take the final salute outside the town hall. Right. And, and so that's Sunday. And what's happening on Monday? Monday? Um, because it's Armistice Day on Monday, so there will be a two-minute silence at 11 o'clock, really, yeah. all over the country. Um, it's going to be in Plymouth Road by the Cenotaph, the, the Gardens of Remembrance, a short service starting from about quarter to 11 to 11 o'clock, and I've got about 100 children coming. There'll be 90 children from Viner um, School, and Melanie from Birchenside School bringing some... Uh, pupils from there and more senior pupils from Trinity High School as well it's going to be more more relaxed informal service rather right. than it's going to be formal up here in, in the town centre mm. on the on the Sunday okay well it's going to be well I, I think it's fantastic that all the children are getting involved oh they always do they always do yeah, yeah. and as I said they all know it they're all installed about these dates yes but these 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 other people on the apprentice, well, I'm not going to go and that. Clueless, aren't they? Clueless. <laughs> Clueless, yeah, that's right, yeah. That's great. Philip, thanks for coming in. I know you're going to stick around because we've got a few news things to chat about. Um, but first of all, we're going to cut to Claire, who's got everything that's happening in Redditch this weekend and beyond. Over to you, Claire. For all the things to do and see this week, it's Claire Bullivant with this week's What's On Gate. Thanks, Ross. Loads going on this weekend.
starting today on Friday the 8th of November. Bonfire night is still going on as there's another firework night happening at the Abbey Hotel. This is going to be a traditional autumn three-course hot buffet, a live firework display and family disco. 6pm until 10pm. It's on every year and it's always fantastic so do try and check it out. Also tonight the fabulous Redditch charity bikers are holding a special social night at the Dog in Mapleborough Green. That's 6.30pm there. And is anyone there? Is anyone there? I sometimes feel like that listening to the show. Maybe Psychic Sally can tell me because Britain's favourite psychic is back in Redditch with her 10 years and counting tour. And she's at the Palace Theatre tonight. Yes, tonight. Do get your tickets. If there are any left, if there are any left, they might only be single seats, but try and get along. It's a 7.30pm start there. Also at the Palace tonight are the Lost Films of World War II. My dad will like this one. This will be in the studio and is an illustrated talk by television programme maker David Parker. 7.45pm there. Moving on to Saturday, the 9th of November. Who likes a good game of darts. If so, there's a darts tournament open to everyone at the Eagle. The Eagle is on 335 Evesham Road and it's all raising funds for Help for Heroes. It's a £1 entry fee. There's going to be a raffle, lots of hot and cold food to keep you fueled and ready and it's a 2pm start there. So do try and get there on Saturday afternoon if you fancy a game of darts. Keep out of the black and in the red. There's nothing in this game for two in a bed. That's the wrong game, right? But you, you dark players will know what I mean. <laughs> if you fancy some theatre and great music on Saturday night, Big Girls Don't Cry is on at the Palace Theatre featuring the East Coast Boys so you can step back in time to the era of romance. It's going to be a great show, 7.30pm there. There's also live music going on over at the Southcrest Hotel with Rouge on Saturday evening. These guys are amazing. They're a six-piece band with live saxophone. They play songs from all ages, all eras, and just basically aim at getting everyone on the dance floor. It's great fun, 7pm. And I love the Southcrest. Who's been there recently? It's been totally refurbished and it's absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful, beautiful hotel. And they also do the best afternoon teas if you're interested in that. More fireworks on Saturday with the Studley School's Firework Extravaganza 2019 happening at Studley High School on Saturday at 5.30pm and the Royal British Legion. They have a Festival of Remembrance concert that they want everyone to go to on Saturday evening at St Nicholas Church in Ulster and it's all in aid of the Poppy Appeal. 7pm start there. And it's Remembrance Day this Sunday, the 10th of November. Loads going on at your local churches and in villages all over. Obviously, we can't mention everything, but I will give details of the Redditch and Ulster events. Redditch Remembrance Day Parade is once again going to be a wonderful event um, to be part of and witness with all the armed forces, bands and dignitaries there. If you want to experience the whole event, meet at 10.15 on Grove Street for the parade at 10.45am outside the church and 11am obviously there'll be the two minutes silence and wreath laying. Then at 11.15 St Stephen's Church there'll be the full service. That's St Stephen's Church on the Church Green. Then in Ulster, the Ulster Remembrance Day Parade will be from Bleachfield Street Carpenter park short outdoor service there on the church green followed by the traditional service in st nicholas church afterwards and you should probably aim to get there about 10 30 over in ulster 
Then on Monday, the 11th of November, it's Armistice Day and there will be Armistice Day services happening all over as well. The one that I'm going to go to is the one on Plymouth Road by the Cenotaph, 10.30 a.m. start there. And of course, the country will fall silent at 11 a.m. in memory of all those who have lost their lives and served in our armed forces. Very important day for us all. Then moving on to Tuesday, the 12th of November. Love him or loathe him. He's a bit like Marmite, isn't he? Jim Davidson will be coming to Redditch and at the Palace Theatre on Tuesday and Wednesday evening. Are you fed up of this PC world, he wants to know? Well, come and see him. He puts the world to rights. It's his brand new and outrageous show. It really is truly outrageous, he tells me. 7.30pm start there. And I hope you have a lovely weekend, everyone. And remember, if you have an event going on, tell us so we can tell everyone in the paper, on our website, on all our social media channels. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on them all. And also here on this podcast. Back to you, Ross. That's great, Claire. So much going on in Redditch. I was at uh, Joe Brown on Thursday night and he was fantastic, utterly fantastic. I love the guy. Um, moving on to, we've got a few news items to chat about, uh, uh, Philip. And, uh, well, the first one is, I guess, is, uh, is plans to redevelop the town centre. These were... Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> right, go on, far oh, away. Let's be a bit positive here. Well, yeah. I, I, the aim uh, under these plans, and they've been developed over over quite a few years, actually, is is dividing, would you believe, the town centre into four quarters. We're going to have the station and residential. And I know that uh, you're a fan of the railways. and Yes, uh, railway historian, yeah. Railway historian, that's right. And uh, so you know all about Redditch Railway Station and the days when it used to go south through the tunnel yeah. to Studley, over that bridge, which the council wants to demolish, but... We'll steer away from that bridge. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about the bridge. Um, And the fact that it's the only surviving bridge, railway bridge left between Redditch and Evesham, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, so it's it's got quite historical value in it. And uh, we don't want to mention the fact that the Victorians built it and it's going to last another 100 years, do we? Well, it will be, yes. Like the tunnel, it's still there and it's it's okay, the tunnel is. But we can't mention that bridge. No, we don't make the bridge. We, we don't want to I'm certainly going to have a word with Matt Dormer about it when I pull his leg when I see him about it. Yeah, that's Sorry okay. About that. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. But, uh, um, and, you know, we, we fully support you in that. Um, but yes, to divide the town centre into four quarters, there's the station residential. And uh, I think when they're, we're talking about the residential, it's the what is currently the Edward Street car park. I think there's, there have been plans in to redevelop that and put quite a few, quite a number of houses up. Um, on the site of really Abel Morals, wasn't that, it? That's right, yes, the old Abel Moral factory. And, yeah. and as a sign of the times, these houses are going to have electrical, electric car charging points and things like that. It's going to be quite uh, quite forward thinking, I think. So there's going to be station and residential, education and enterprise, um, which is going to be the college. And uh, uh, The college is still remaining, is it? Well, it will be, couldn't it? Cause it's, oh, yes. It, it, yes, yeah, it's the... Yeah. the it's a, it's a vital part of the, yeah, the town centre, yeah. isn't it? And enterprise, I guess that they're referring to Church Green. Um, and there's going to be retail and leisure, Kingfisher Shopping Centre, yeah. and public sector and culture, which which I guess is the town hall. Although um, Council Leader Matt Dormer, he's kind of open-minded about the uh, um, the council staying in the town hall and uh, and the Palace Theatre, of course, uh, as, as part of the cultural offering. Yeah. And uh, one interesting thing about these plans is that it would lead to the demolition of the uh, 
of the library, which which you were surprised about. When oh, I was surprised with that because it's a new library. You know, it, it's um, well, it's got to be forty years old, isn't it? 40? It's about forty years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. What struck me was that they've just moved the job centre in there. Well, this is it. They've moved everything. They moved everybody else. The job centre's gone in there. You know, it's a lovely, it's a lovely building, and they want to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, the the idea is that if they get rid, if they demolish the, the the library, it would open up all the space behind the library, stretching down to the back of Threadneedle House, the back of Debenhams, which at the moment is just dead space. At the moment, isn't it? It's, uh, yes, that's right. You yeah, know, cause the I old remember, Royal Square. Because I can remember the old Royal Square where they had the market. Yeah. The market there was a lovely position for it, even though the market really, in my father's day, um, in the early 1900s, was in the marketplace where it is now. Because everybody says, well, if it's the market, it's got to be in the marketplace. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think from these plans that uh, uh, St Stephen's will stay the same. And you reckon that St Stephen's has stayed the same, that triangle, for well over 100 years. Well, the... the, the Pathways going in and around St Stephen's Church Yard was, has been like that for over a hundred years. It's the same same positioning, the same angles, the same bends where the seats are, and even where the um, the bandstand is. It's always exactly how it was, even though the bandstand um, just before the Second World War was thatched. Oh, right! I didn't know that. Yeah, it was thatched. Yeah, yeah. I I think. I think I don't know. Oh, you can't be backtracking now. No, I, I think <laughs> I, I was told there was rumours about it, but there was, there's been no fo- photos of it. Yeah. But my father did say that at one time, but I don't know. I can't find any record. I don't know if anybody sees this, and they say, "Well, yes, it was." It'd be nice to hear from them. Yeah, I, I think it's it's great that they got plans to evolve the town centre, but yeah. also retain its historic heart. I, I think a lot of people when they arrive into Redditch. Um, they say, quite the bit on the right's a dump, because the old Abel Morrill building, which yes. was there, and it, it was being very, very slow to be demolished, people said, what a flipping dump that is. Yeah. And you've got that lovely Kingfish shopping centre over on the left, and um, and you see that dump on the right, people started thinking, well, are they going to do anything about it? But apparently they are. Yes. Because yeah. originally, yeah. Um, when the Kingfish shopping centre was built originally, the, the old railway station in Plymouth Road, um, the other side, the Bromsgrove Road Bridge, that was mm. where the station was going to be. Oh, right. So the trains could then go in, people would then get out of the, the train and walk up an escalator into the Kingfish Shopping Centre. Oh, but, that's but, interesting. But, yeah, yeah, that's what they originally said, but the, the, this is what the British Development Corporation wanted. But unfortunately, British Rail at that point, I don't think it was called Network Rail at that point. No, it point. would have been British Rail. It would have been yes. British Rail. Or it, it could have been British Railways in the 60s. They said, no, no, that's going to go, and you can have the station on the other side of the Bromsgrove Road in Pound Meadow, because all that area where the all the buildings and, and all the goods yard, that was known as Pound Meadow. Right, before my time, I'm afraid. Yeah, that's, that was Pound Meadow, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because I guess if the if the railway station had been on the other side of Bromsgrove Road, it would have linked in perfectly with the bus station, that the Kingfisher. That, that was the idea. The but whole that thing did, that didn't happen, unfortunately. Yeah, because yeah, at the moment you've either got to force you've got to cross uh, Bromsgrove Road on foot. Uh, that's right. At street level, or you yes. go through the tunnel, don't you? Yes, and that's then, right. Yeah. 
up the other side, and you've got to go around the bend and then back into the into the bus station. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess the other thing is with with these plans, I understand that they're going to retain the facade of Smallwood Hospital. I think that's going to going to stay, but I think behind it there's going to be more residential um, areas. I th- okay. Yeah. I think the number of people there, or a number of houses and flats they intend to put into the uh, uh, the town centre runs into the hundreds, several hundreds. So there's should... going to be flats there, is it all? Well, I don't know about flats and, and townhouses. I guess. Yes. Right. Um, but you know, at the moment, it's all it's all pie in the sky, mm. if 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 I can say that, because um, these are all plans that uh, Redditch is is up for some cash from the Towns Fund, the government's Towns Fund. We were under the impression last week, certainly um, Rachel McLean's spokesperson in Redditch, um, he indicated that Redditch had already got some money for that. But in fact, we've still, we're still working on the plans. The government has given us £173,000 to develop these town centre plans. But we haven't got our hands on the on the millions yet. Okay. And we right. don't know if we're yeah. going to get the millions yet. But uh, um, obviously, if you come up with that plans ambitious enough, hopefully we'll get the cash. Good, good, good. Yeah. And uh, and finally, just, just to round up, um, we've got a young lady in Redditch. Her name is Lauren Carrington. And she's been, uh, for the last 18 months, she's been raising money for guide dogs for the blind. And well, that's good. She's on the cusp of reaching her target of £2,500 for guide dogs to the blind. She's 11 years old. Um, her mum is partially sighted. And she embarked on this uh, fundraising drive when she discovered just how valuable her mum's guide dog was. Um, she only knew her mum with two guide dogs. Her mum's had four guide dogs over the years. And, uh, and there was a time when poor old uh, uh, Lauren had to look after her mum because she didn't have a dog. There was a, there was a break between dogs. Mm. And it was only then that she came to realise just how important a guide dog is for her mum. So she embarked on this fundraising effort. She's already raised £2,400. She's been putting away her, uh, her pocket money each week. She's she saved £180 in pocket money. She's climbed Snowdon. She's done numerous things all raising money for guide dogs. And uh, she's a pupil at Walkwood Middle. And of my old school, I went there. Is that right? Yes, Your old I, school? I, I went there in the 1960s when it opened. My goodness. That was when it was a county secondary school. Ah. Yeah, the county secondary school. Well, there's a thread there. In the old days, as we call it, you yeah. know. Yeah. And of course, as I said, we, we're all in our 70s now. The people what the pupils what went there in the sixties. We're all in their seventies. Yeah, I was going to say. I hope you weren't including me in that. But, oh, 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 sorry. Okay, sorry, Ross. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yes, they're going to hold a, a party where she can uh, uh, break that two thousand five hundred pound barrier. It's at Redditch Golf Club. It's on November the twenty third. And the idea, there's going to be loads going on. There's going to be a band playing for free. There's going to be loads of raffle prizes. There's going to be an auction. And the aim is to smash that £2,500 barrier. It's on November the 23rd. As I said, it's at Redditch Golf Club. And to get tickets, tickets are, I, th- I think they're, they're only a few quid. Um, if you email party at singleton.com, you can get your hands on some tickets. 
That's party at singleton.com and uh, help Lauren smash the £2,500 barrier for guide dogs for the blind. That's good. Well, yeah. done for, well done to her. Yeah, well done, Lauren. Philip, thanks for coming in. It's a pleasure, Ross. We'll see you on Sunday. You'll see me on Sunday. And Monday. And, and on Monday. I'll be there on both days. Okay, uh, thank you. Because for me, it's, well, it's an important day. It is. It's, it's you know, it's, you know, there's no, no two doubts about it. Um, or no doubts about it even um, it's such an important day so thanks for coming in Thank and you. explaining everything that's happening on Sunday and Monday thanks too for Claire for uh, telling us all about what's happening in Redditch this weekend and beyond my name is Ross Crawford you've been listening to the Redditch Standard Podcast you can contact me at uh, ross.crawford at bullivantmedia.com or at editor at redditchstandard.co.uk or you can give me a call on 01527 588 697. And don't forget to check out all your latest news at www.redditstandard.co.uk. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>